Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, zero. Uh, welcome, welcome back to the Washington Believe podcast. This is the pro and the fan. I am your host, Fred Smoot. He is your co-host, Percy Donaldson, brought to you by Bet Online and Wink and Drink. Washington versus the Giants of New York. Percy D, how you feeling, brother? Hey, right now I want Fred to explain because he can actually see me right now. I got on, <laughs> I got on my I got on I got on my shades, man. These are my rose-colored glasses. Cause actually, man, I feel pretty good this week, man. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. It's yellow. Oh, uh, listen to me. That's the segment. We're going to start it out with the first segment. Are you drinking the Kool-Aid and why? And you tell me whose Kool-Aid are you drinking and why? Because you must feel good about it. Because you don't usually drink Kool-Aid or believe what people say unless you believe in something that nobody else does. Hey, this is the Believe Podcast, man. I'm the fan. And let me tell you something. I believe Sadiq Charles, a guard. I'm looking at Damian Lewis at guard in Seattle. I'm looking at other guys who played at LSU that played tackle and play guard in the, in the NFL. And I'm like, and I'm hearing Chase Young say, once he get his hands on you, he got you. Wow. That's what we need. I've been looking for a mean guard. I like hunting guards, but sometimes you need just a mean guy. If you go teeth in his mouth, you put some guys around in there. <laughs> and look, and that's, that's what I think so you with speak, man. So that's what you're saying right now. You, you're drinking the Sadiq Charles Kool-Aid. You're drinking and, it out. And it's yellow, and I know what you're thinking, but it ain't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I, hey, listen, I'm drinking the Sadiq Charles Kool-Aid. Hey, Brandon Sheriff is back. Hey, nobody has been rougher on Brandon Sheriff than I have as a fan. Nobody has been rougher on this guy. This guy, hey, I would produce great offensive linemen. And that first year when he was pulling and doing all those screens, I thought he was great. But since then, you know, we haven't had the same Brandon Sheriff. I think we, as fans, we lit a fire under Brandon Sheriff. I think a lot of times people say that they don't look at the press clippings as players and they don't read the media and all that. That, that narrative about Brandon Sheriff has been slowly, slowly changing to he's not who we thought he was. And I think he mm. wants to come out. I think he wants to come out this week and prove it. And what a week to prove it. What a week to prove it. Because NFC East, people say if they want the Giants always have our number. But right now it's so much to prove. It's like, and then I see Rivera and I see the defense. I see people moving in positions. I see new young linebackers coming up. I see guards changing position. I see people who didn't play well last week with their ass on the bench. That's you, 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 you might have, you might, you might go, you might have diabetes out of the Kool-Aid that you're drinking. Like hey. you're drinking it all. You're drinking, you're drinking it all. Like at the end of the day, it's only a couple players on this team. And for me to drink Kool-Aid, you have to do something that I didn't expect you to do. So I got the guys that I already know what they, they're going to do. I know what uh, Terry going to do. So when he does something, that doesn't shock me. But when a guy like Antonio gets gets his hands on the ball. Even his negative plays look good. That's when I know you got you something special. When his negative plays, he's he's still breaking two, three tackles. You get the ball in his hand in space. I'm looking for them to use him exactly like Le'Veon Bell. He reminds me of a bigger, faster Le'Veon Bell, the things that this guy can do. So, yes, yes, the Antonio Gibson Kool-Aid and that Kool-Aid is blue. And that's all I'm telling you. It's blue. And I'm drinking it because every every week he shows me a different facet of his game. But on offense, you're at the mercy of an offensive line. You just brought that up. We'll see what Sadiq Charles is going to do. Jackson, Mississippi, he repping all the time. LSU. Uh, he's played, how should I say, he's practiced and played against high-level people. He's, right. he's been practicing when he practiced here against one of the best defensive linemen. So when, if they certify you and say, hey, this guy can literally, once he gets his hands on you, it's, it's no getting away from him. That says everything to me. So will I take a sip of that Sadiq Charles Kool-Aid? I will take a sip. You know how you just walk past the counter with nobody looking and just squeeze the whole jug and just keep on moving. So I don't want a full cup of it yet. 
but I am willing to jump on this and deep child see, see, I'm over here like that. Oh, uncle, hey, 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 try this. It's good. It's good. Try this. It's a, it's a neat child. It might have a little gin in it. <laughs> but try. Yeah, hey, listen, listen. My brother played at LSU, and when Sadiq Charles transferred to LSU, he called me. He was like, hey, it's this boy that I hear from Jackson. They say going to start. And, and uh, no, he said, there's this boy that I hear from Jackson. They say going to start. And I'm like, wow. And he's like, man, he died with feet. Like they said, he used to play soccer and stuff like that. And I knew I had the inside track on him. I knew he was going to be a great player. But, you know, Things happen as a young player, and, and it might have dropped his draft stop. But when you look at the film, his feet, he's, he keeps them underneath him regardless of how fast the rusher is or how strong he is. He always keeps his feet underneath him. They're, they're lightning quick. And I've seen guys try double moves on him. I've seen guys go from power to speed on him. And I've seen guys try speed and then try to bull rush. And he drops his butt. And when he drops his butt, it's over with. I mean, you are seeing. I mean, it's a it's a wall, and you're not gonna get past it. And if he can do an inkling of that at this level, man, I think he'll be all right, especially inside at the guard. And one good thing that he's not gonna have to worry about: no Aaron Donald this week. Good lord! Well, hey, 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 listen, Aaron Donald oh, kicked hey, Aaron, Aaron Donald <laughs> kicked everybody out the club, just like I thought he was gonna do. Now, the the most interesting thing that just came out of your last briefing. Is the fact that you're watching film and you're looking at butts, but we'll go, we'll talk about that hey. on another time. No, no, we'll talk about that on another time. <laughs> so hey, don't me, worry about I, that. I, hey, look, let me tell you something. When I look at them fat boys, man, that chest and that butt, if you got both of them, you can make it. Hey, kind of like the same thing with a thick woman, like, you know. <laughs> hey, hey, look. When I look off this line, it's just like when I walk in on it. I want to see, <laughs> I want to see a broad <laughs> chest and a big dairy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> man, you is crazy. First of all, man, the wait is over. Football is back. You might not be at the game this year, but you can be in the action at Bet Online. From game spreads, totals to teams, players, coaching props. Bet online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. And there's always a casino as well. This never closes. So, hey, hit bet online. And if you really want to make some money this week, I'm taking the burgundy and gold over the Giants because, yeah, guess what? Both teams stink right now. Let's be honest. But also, somebody has to win this game. Somebody has to lead this game as the victor. And when I look at this game, the first thing I look at is the fact that the New York Giants offensive line is playing terrible. Nate Saquon Barkley, Daniel Jones is a quarterback with a regular name, and I don't believe in quarterbacks with regular names. So, therefore, I will go plus 10 to the burger and the gold, the Washington team, the faceless men of Washington, however you want to call it, and that's on bet online. Make that money. Don't let make you. Hey, you know, I usually don't really go with us like that either, man. Like, but I'm going with us today. I'm going with us this week too, man. Because, you know, kind of like, it's kind of like on Remember the Titans. You know, when Wichita lost his job at Corner and they moved him. What was his name? Petey. Petey. When Petey mm -hmm. lost his job and they moved him, but it worked out for the betterment of the team. I see that kind of thing going on with us, man. I see that kind of thing going on with us. I see the, the movement of the linebackers. I see guys getting put on the bench. This is going to be a Remember the Titans week. We coming in. We gonna upset the Giants because they have a. You sound you sound like a fan too. I can say hey, you sound I, like a fan. Hey, look, let me. Do, I look forward to seeing us right the ship. I just do not believe because I remember the same type of thing with. I'm not. I'm, I don't want to put Rivera with Joseph Jackson Gibbs, but I remember the type of thing Joseph Jackson Gibbs went through in his first couple years. He was always trying new stuff. He started out with Coriel offense. He saw Coriel offense wasn't really going to be what he thought it was going to be. He implemented more run to it, more run to it, more run to it while adding a deep pass. I think, I believe in Rivera so much, and I believe in my coach, I think that's what he's trying to do. It's not, it's going to be ugly, but when he gets it right, it's going to be right for years and years to come. That's how I feel as a fan. That's what I'm going with, Fred. And I'm drinking hey, 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 And ain't no hey, 
Hey, listen to me. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. But that just that just opens the door for me to just blast into our next segment. Just because of the thing you just said, I can go into this next segment with a smile on my face because it's a new segment we got called You A Damn Lie. All right? That's the name of the segment. And guess what? You just gave me an intro to this segment because everything you just said was a damn lie. You understand me? And guess what? I am I'm the member of our truth. My daddy is a preacher. That's what most people don't know about me. I am the bearer of of, of, of truth. Shmoostadamus only keeps it real. So this is what your damn lie is. So how many times have we heard players get interviewed and they get up there like politicians and just say whatever they think we want to hear or what they need to say just to get everybody out their face and on to the next thing. Well, the first candidate for this is one Dwayne Haskins. Now, before I start this, I understand what he's going through as a youngster. Let me paint this picture for you. All right. If I'm Dwayne, I really feel like I've been set up to fail. Three head coaches in a year and a half, three different offenses, Never had an offensive line. Never had a running game. Feels like nobody ever believed in me. I understand he's a little mad. Oh, he ain't mad. He's pissed. I totally understand. That's right. But when they, when they put the mic in his face, of course he had to be a politician. But Percy D, could you tell him what Dwayne really wanted to say? Okay, I'm, I'm going to be Dwayne. Man, y'all, just like they told me y'all was, I should have went to the job. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he thinking. That's what he thinking right now. That's what he thinking. But, you know, he going to come in and he going to say, like, you know, I'm coming in, do the right thing. You know, I was sick, came back. I'm here to push the team. But honestly, if you think Kyle Allen is better than Dwayne Haskins, you are a damn lie. If you think <laughs> if you think he will be better than Dwayne Haskins, I hey, look, I hate to tell you, you are a damn lie. But what Kyle Allen gives us now is a chance to evaluate other guys in ways Dwayne Haskins wouldn't have. If like me, for instance, I don't know, like I'm drinking the Kool-Aid, I got on the rose-colored glasses. I don't think Dwayne's finished here. I don't think you are, I, now, <laughs> now. Now, this segment that tells listen, you what you listen, are. Listen, listen. Go ahead, say it. Hey, first of all, you can't you can't keep breaking up and making up with a girl. When you're in a relationship, you can only break up and make up so many times before they realize this relationship doesn't work. You can't possibly uh keep playing mental Jedi mind tricks with this kid and you think you're going to get the best from this kid. You literally just bitched this kid after making him a captain. Tell me how many people in the league with a C on their chest ain't even dressing for games. Have, Are you have, serious? Have you ever went through that? Have you ever had to look at a captain who's not even playing anymore in the same locker room as you and walk right past him? Never. It's never happened in the in the history of all league. This ain't even happened in the XFL. What, uh, this what, ain't happening. Tell me what Fred Smoot would say walking past that captain who got demoted like that and, and like not even activated. Hey, in the mortal words <laughs> of, of a Washington fan years ago, crank up that diesel. Crank up that diesel and put a U-Haul on it because you finna get shipped out of here. <laughs> it see, is see, listen, listen, see, me, me, I don't necessarily think we going back to him like, okay, you are quarterback. I think we might end up going like back to him like, hey, this might not work with none of these guys, but we paying you and you finna finish this season. <laughs> Hey, hey, no, no, no. Stop knocking on heaven's door. I can tell you this. No, it's not going to happen. This, that, that relationship is, I think, not repairable. Uh, I think he's not part of uh, Coach Rivera's regime. Uh, Coach didn't draft him. He's not married to him. Uh, he might not be the type of quarterback coach want. Maybe they want somebody with some more ability. Maybe they want somebody uh, – a little bit more headier. Maybe they, they want somebody to uh, take a different approach. Maybe they want an older guy. I don't know what they want, but it seems to not be Dwayne Haskins, and, and that's all I can say. But back to the subject matter, 
You said it was somebody else on defense. That's a oh, damn lie. Oh, yes. Let me tell you about this. I got two people on defense, and one of them is going to be, you know, positive. I'm going to get the negative one by first. So I, I heard that a defensive player went up to Coach Vera and said, hey, the offense, we doing our job, and, and the offense is not giving us enough, and I want to see, you know, more from the offense. And, you know, they got to do more, and was referring to Dwayne Haskins, and that player was one Jonathan Allen. Let me tell you something, John. Son, they've been scoring 30 points on us a whole week, every week. Son, son I won't hear nothing from you, son. Like, go on there and play defense, old buddy. That's what you do. I want You make some sacks, old buddy. You disrupt some running plays, old buddy, in the fourth quarter. Like, you guys run out of energy, man. Something about, hey, is it just me? Or do these, it seems like the Alabama guys, they kind of run out of gas. In the in the third and fourth, faster. I don't think they're used to playing a lot of plays at Alabama, but you're used to going so hard on every play, and then when you get to the NFL, you have to play more plays, and and you burn out faster. I mm, think. synopsis. I think it's something with those Alabama guys because you know what? I'm hey, I it don't happen with Mississippi State guys. They, they make plays in the fourth quarter. And, and the Alabama wall is really an Alabama picket fence until they show me they can do it on the field. And I just want to say, I just want to say, John, you a damn lot. And so you get over there, you make some play this week, son. Like, and Chase Young said something. Chase Young said something this week. And he was like, oh, man, you know, it's just another week. And I'm not, you know, I'm not really looking forward, you know, Giants, nothing like that. And Chase, you a damn lot, son. This first round pick tackle they had stinks. He stinks. Oh, Andrew, Andrew Thomas has blocked as many people as a dead man. <laughs> he stinks, Fred. And him, Montez Sweat, and Chase Young, they probably got bets on top of bets, side bets, bets on fumbles, bets on interceptions, bets on tip ball, bets on sacks, because they know they're going to get to the quarterback this week. So, Chase Young, you a damn lie. But that's what you got to say anyway in the media, and I appreciate it. Yeah, that's the way it goes. One more, one, one more, one more, you a damn lie. One, hey, Scott Turner, let me tell you something, son. I've been watching this film, and, like, Cooley was right. Cooley was right. The wide receiver. When did, when did you turn to Howard Cosell? When did you turn to uh, a guy that's working the film key like this? Like, you've you, you been watching film on the janitor. You've been watching film on, on everybody that got something to do with the franchise all of a sudden. Like, you, you your damn last segment supposed to have been about one person. You didn't literally shot down three or four people in the midst of five to ten minutes. I just got, hey, look, I got to talk about Scott Turner. You got to do more on, hey, look, you got to do more offense. I know the players aren't there, but I see Matt Rule down there in South Carolina. He missing, uh, uh, he missing the running back. He's missing his number one wide receiver, and he's missing a couple more players. And they still winning games. So I won't hit hey, it. Don't, hey, don't, don't talk to me about missing. My uncle missing teeth. It don't stop him from eating. Eat a steak. Eat a steak. I saw it. <laughs> hey, look. <laughs> Look, but uh, you ain't got no more excuses, Scott Turner, man. And let me tell you something. You ain't your daddy, son. You ain't your daddy. Hey, I, I hate to tell you, old buddy. You're not your pop. So you need to get something going. Uh, you're going to be on the sideline, son. We're going to send you off. Because right now, you a damn lie thinking this offense that you putting on the field is supposed to produce these big numbers. You need to, be, you need to show us something else. All right, well, considering that our offense is ranked, I think if I'm correctly, 30th, in the NFL, it's because of poor offensive line play. Uh, the bigger question also, do we have a tight end? And will the change at quarterback make us make it clear that we do have a tight end? Or will it open up some other guys that didn't open up under Dwayne, like AGG, Antonio Gandy-Golden, who will benefit from the quarterback change? On offense, who do you feel would benefit from the quarterback? It, I hope it's the guys who you get the ball to the fastest. It should be. Hey, I, 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 I don't care what it you hope it is. I'm asking you who will benefit from the quarterback change. I hope it rain, but it ain't. I think Antonio Gibson should be the biggest benefactor in the quarterback change. 
and that, that has a lot to do with the offensive line change too, though, because I think Sadiq Charles and, and Brandon Sheriff being back will change our line dramatically. And so with that, more running yards, more running yards opens the field up a little bit more. And I think Antonio Gibson is the player to open that field up. And so, like, right. he, he'll, have the, he'll have more statistics. Hopefully, like, I think uh, right now we have, we have 18 explosive plays for our offense. While other teams, while the defense has given up 34 explosive plays. I think we have to get more explosive plays, and Terry McLaurin and Antonio Gibson are, are our explosive players. And so those should be the guys that open up. If Scott Turner ain't lied to us, but I already told you somebody will lie. If Scott Turner ain't lie, we should see more Antonio Gibson. We should see more Terry McLaurin. Well, we know one thing about a lie. They don't care who tell it. So they at don't. the end of the day, uh, a, a, a lie can be told by anybody. So I totally understand with that. But me, myself, I'm just intrigued that nobody else, I guess me, I do this every year. I look at the games for what they really are. Just because I love a team don't make me not look at the game clearly. And how long is a franchise are we supposed to go by with no tight end? Like everybody else figures out how to find a tight end, either through the draft or through free agency. I said get Eric Ebron before the season started. They act like they didn't want him. Uh, instead, they went to sign another ex-quarterback that moved to tight end in Logan Thomas. Then we get mad when the ex-quarterback can't block defensive ends. All right, So we can't run behind the ex-quarterback. And neither is this guy getting open up the scene, across the middle, in the flats. Do they just feel like tight end is not a great position, but I'm looking at the Carolina film when they had it last year and the year before that, and they always had one Greg Olsen to do the damage. Where's our Greg Olsen? Do we got a chance to have a Greg Olsen? Who is Logan Thomas? Who is Logan Thomas? I don't know who Logan Thomas is, actually. I don't think he's a tight end. I think he's a, I think he's a gimmick player. Like, not only can our safeties and linebackers cover tight ends, our general manager can't either because he couldn't grab one for us. <laughs> he couldn't wrap a tight end up in the offseason, and neither can our safeties and linebackers in the season. And it's, 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 it's terrible because we're going to have to definitely get one next year. And, and if I was a tight end going this week, you know Ingram is waiting. You know, this is what I hate. Every year, the Giants suck. Every year, they suck. And Ingram and whoever they quarterback is have their best game against us. The Giants tight end, the Giants quarterback, usually have their best game against us. If we could change that narrative, I'd be happy. Uh, me, myself, yeah, Daniel Jones have had his better games against us. You're totally correct with that. Ingram is not getting the ball in this in this new offense that they're running, he's only running curls. He's mad about the fact that he's not uh, running uh, vertically up the field in this new offense. I don't think he's going to be the threat. Uh, he's one-dimensional. I hate one-dimensional tight ends. Just talking about our tight end. If I can't run behind you, I can't sell my whole entire offense. And the one thing that I do hate about Ingram as a player, I love him as a receiver, hate him as a blocker. And when you do that for us on defense, it undresses your offense. Because I'm in a linebacker, know you'll never run behind that tight end. You're going to stay away from running behind that tight end. Gives a guy like London Fletcher time to check check the defensive line, slant the defensive line, whatever we need to do to get in the run fits. I just feel good about this team because not only are they bad, they're badly coached. Like, people can say we're bad. We're not badly coached. All right? and, and, and that gives us a chance to literally win every game. And like I say, the fat boys, the boys that smell like bacon, we dominate that area of the field when it comes to these matchups. And don't forget about Bradbury, a Carolina guy. that He's, he's silently over there having the Pro Bowl season. But like me, he, gonna be, he playing on a stanking team, and he'll never get his love for it. So it happens sometimes. No, I'm serious. You know players can have these years – and it could be on a terrible team, and nobody give them props for those years. They just never get props for it. Right, right. And, and that's the type of stuff I don't want to see at the Redskins. I don't want to see great. That ain't our name. Hey, put some oh. money in the swear jar. That's $10. You need to cash at me ASAP Rocky. I need it ASAP Rocky. That's $10 in the swear jar. Thank you so much, and continue. I'm sorry for interruption.
Okay, that's that's the type of stuff I don't want to see with the Washington football team anymore. I don't want to see guys having big individual seasons years and years, and we get to love these guys, and we never put nothing around them. That's why we love these individual performance seasons so much, because we have nothing to root for. That's why you can't trade a guy like Ryan Kerrigan and get something for him before this season starts, because he's been literally all we've had for so long. And how, how dare you talk about Homelander? You can't talk about <laughs> Homelander like that. How dare you speak hey. ill of Homelander? Hey, you know what? It's time for Homelander to have a big game. And I bet you Homelander going to get him two sacks in, and we're going to love him even more, and it'll be another four years before we get rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I tell you? Because Chase is back. But let me tell you something. I don't want to see Chase missing a lot of plays to let Homelander in the game. I don't want to see Chase missing a lot of plays, Ryan. But, but we're talking about a soft tissue growing injury, and you know these things can linger. You don't want to just bring Chase back and force him to play <laughs> 80 plays. He no, hasn't no, no, played no. in two games. You got a point there. You got a point. I saw him one play last week where I thought he could have did a little more, and I saw him, you know, kind of linger up on him. He was like, well, I better not do that. And I think, like, you got a point. He don't need to play that many plays. But i rather see – this is what i rather see – I'd rather see Settle substituting Jonathan Allen more than I want to see Chase being substituted by Ryan Kerrigan. Well, especially because Ryan has always been terrible against the run. If you want to neutralize a pass rusher, the first thing you do on offense is run power Bob O right at him and, and keep doing it time and time again. So when you get the third down and it's time for them to do what they do well to do what their expertise is, pass rush, now they're tired. Right? Now you have the leverage on them. But when we have advantage yet, we do have a super rotation. We do have more than just four or five guys. We have enough to keep coming in way and that's what's going to be the undoing of this New York Giants team. And I don't feel sorry for the Giants. I really don't. Hey, look, I'm glad that you over here believe that we're going to beat the Giants because that makes me feel a lot better as a fan because every year, regardless of the record, regardless how well we're doing, those Giants, man, it ain't even like the Cowboys. There's something different about them Giants, man. Like, them Giants, they just – they just gloat when they beat us, too, man. They beat us bad. Yeah, they do it. Hey, <laughs> yeah, when you talk about gloat, it just takes me back to reminiscing, looking to the sideline, and all I can see is Michael Strahan smiling with his two tusks just sitting there <laughs> laughing at us. If they continue to just beat us down. Like, listen, year after year, I got so tired of watching Michael Strahan smile. You don't understand. Did you say Michael Strahan got walrus tusks? Listen to me. And, and guess what? They even more vicious when he happy. When he happy, they are more vicious. Hey, listen. I just know, like, the Giants have always been the Giants. They've always been a big team. And when they when they put their paws on you, and when they get the lead, they're going to beat down on you, man. And I remember, I'm still, like, I can't even look at that LeBron Landry play no more with the changes in the rules and stuff. <laughs> hey, listen to me. I, I, I still every year send the run a Christmas card apologizing for setting him up, hey, uh, for setting him up to be ran over like that. But you have to understand, fans. I, I no, this is what happened. Let me take y'all back. Like first down of this same drive against New York, Brandon Jacobs is the running back. And what people didn't realize with Brandon Jacobs, he always started off the year by around 280, but around wintertime, he would balloon to 300. And you talking about me hitting this dude for four quarters? Check this out. This is what happened. First play. Uh, I guess the Giants had already had it in a game plan. We're just going to try to wear Smoot down running at it, not passing right. it, running at it. Right. So they, they toss him a sweep. And, and I just must say, I beat the blocker and got there. I don't know why I beat the blocker for, because Brandon Jenkins ran me over. Ran me over. Plexico right? let you go. You didn't beat him. He wanted you to hey, get right Hey, hey listen <laughs> to me. So he ran me over, and but he only gained like two yards, all right? They come back, and they went right between the guard and the tackle, and they made sure to block the safety and leave me one-on-one -on -one with Brandon Jacobs again. All right, so guess what? It ended the same way the first one did. Oh, did he, he, I don't even wear my piece, and I was reaching for one. All right, then it comes back to third down, and this is the play for LaRon Landry. I look to the sideline. Greg Williams, I can hear it coming out of his mouth, slowly calls cover two. And when they call cover two, they really want us corners to tackle. 
I, I, you know, it was a gut check. And as the, <laughs> and as the ball was hiked, as the ball was hiked, I, 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 as I latched on the plex, he just wouldn't let me go. I don't know if I wouldn't let him go. Like, <laughs> listen, to me, listen to me. I don't know if I ain't let him go or he ain't let me go. But I couldn't get off the block. And Brandon Jenkins came through. And as I slowly turned, I seen him run through the run, Landry. I felt it. I, I heard it. And you know, on the field, you can hear them grunts that, no, and that, no. I'm talking about, I, I heard his shoulder cracking. I thought his collarbone was broke. And I just apologized to him, man, for like at least three plays after that. That's all I keep doing because I know that was my fault. But I had literally just got ran over twice before that. Three times I don't make it. Three times I don't make it, personally. Yeah. Yeah, I know, man. Look, Brandon Jacobs, you can actually hear his feet touching the ground when he ran, man. Boom, 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 boom. That was a big dude, man. Why don't man, that? I went hard to that. Hey, hey, listen, man. Sometimes in football, they have these oddities. These guys that's either too big and too giant to play a position, right. or they super small, and that makes them uh, super dangerous, also. And man, who and like this? Man? Think about this. Think about this. Like it's only when it comes to other teams. Like I might remember one or two players every once in a while. Like it had to be like a cowboy. A cowboy team where I remember like the whole offensive line in their run. Yep. Uh, like the Kansas City offensive line, but also you and yours. Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Just, Justin yes, Tuck. Yes, sir. Lord I, have mercy. I, I used to tell them linemen, his name Justin Tuck your jersey in because <laughs> he's been a he finna take you to school. And I watched him dominate. I remember one time me and Sean Springs was in the game. We playing New York in New York. The yeah. same game I'm talking about that LeRoy got uh, ran over and killed him. Check right. this out. Me and, me, and, me and Sean Springs going to the huddle. And I call Sean Blue, a Bluefoot. That's my nickname for him. Yeah. So I get to the huddle, and I start looking at the, the, the Giants in they huddle. And I'm like, Bluefoot, man. These dudes actually giants. You got to realize the tailback was 6'3", 300 pounds. Eli, 6'4", 230. Uh, Plexico, 6'6", 240 pounds. Uh, Jeremy Shockey was 6'5", 250 pounds. And Money Tuma was the small receiver at 6'2", 215. And, and the whole office line was huge. I was like, these dudes are literally giants, and they look like giants. Yeah, man, they used to put that hammer down too. I used to love the Giant team. I used to love them, man. I because once once we went to playoffs and stuff like that, I was always the NFC East. I'm pulling for the NFC East over everybody because I know we had the toughest division, and you can make a lot of money like that. And <laughs> on hey, bet online hey. sports, and you can make hey, a lot hey, of money like that on online sports, man. <laughs> hey, li listen to me. If we the division ain't tough no more. I tell you that right oh. now, it, like that's the one thing about this division. When one, when two of us down, it's all of us down. And when mm -hmm. uh, when a couple of us good, all of us good. Like it, right. it, that's what makes it. It, it has a, a rhythm to it. So I don't think the division will be long. I mean, down long. New York stinks. That's why it gives us a chance Look. to literally get back on our feet and get some guys a chance to go out there and make some plays, get in the rhythm. Let's see another week. With, with this quarterback situation, does the offense get better? Because you can't tell me one week that we're building for the future. Then you tell me another week, here we come, and we just want to win as many games as possible. Like you said, Mr. John Allen walked in, in the door and said, we can win these games. Let's give it a shot. Right. I'm, uh, the, the pressure is on Scott Turner right now. Uh, if it, not Jack Del Rio. They, they, they can only get better on this side. But Scott Turner and his offense has to show me something. And I think I think I think this is part of I think what they're doing and by switching the players around, moving Sadiq to guard, bringing Sheriff back in, uh, putting some faster linebackers, younger linebackers on the field. I think what what, what we're about to do is uh we're about to try to scheme our way into a win, try to scheme our way into a rhythm. And hopefully we can because everybody's weak. Like there's no excuse. Like Scott Turner has a lot to prove this game, because the Giants are pretty weak too. And there's no excuse for him to have a terrible game. Play calling. There is no excuse. And we're going to have, and just like Dwayne was on the chopping block and he was the scapegoat, Scott, you're next. Even before Kyle Allen, really. 
People are gonna come to hey, you. See, that, that, see uh, that's but this this just shows you that how long you've been a Washington fan. This guy's been here four games doing 2020, doing a crisis in the COVID. Right. And you already ready to fight a man? Is he, he already on the hot seat? What kind of emotional thug are you? Emotional thugs need a hug. Like, you cannot be you cannot be serious that this man is literally did not get to really put his offense in, went through a quarterback change, and you are already ready to kick the man off the alley. Are you serious? Listen, what have you done for me lately? I feel for one. I not even compared to other off seasons because I'm used to thinking we're going ten and six every year. But I feel for one, I was sold a bag of goods this off season about, <laughs> <laughs> about this offense. And besides Antonio Gibson and Terry McLaurin, two guys that we know are naturally talented, I haven't seen my offensive coordinator scheme anybody anywhere near a goal line. <laughs> and I want to see that. I want to see that. My last offensive coordinator came in last week with his older buddy who has a job with the LA Rams, Sean McVay. Mm -hmm. He came in, Kevin O'Connor came in and took that pen out and beat see, us bloody. Hey, see, look Kevin O'Connor hey, beat us bloody with the pen. Like, hey, hey, you can say what you want to. You cannot have that ex-girlfriend envy. All right, Jasmine, you can't have that ex-girlfriend envy. Like, hey, when, you, when you break answer, up... Hey, but you, answer this, friend, answer this. So you telling me Kevin O'Connell didn't grab the chalkboard and wrap Jack Del Rio across the head? <laughs> yeah, oh, no. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> but you, I'm saying. But I can see you now sitting on your couch can't stop looking at the Rams sideline because of Kevin McConnell, because of McVay used to be here. We could have hired him instead of Gruden, all right, because Cam Akers played on the, the, the little, oh, basically it was Redskins at that time team, and we basically yeah. watching raise raised him. So I can see you looking with all that ex-girlfriend envy at the Rams sideline, heart broke. No, no, I got more. Hey, 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 Frank I got more. We got you. At the Steelers, coaching Chase Claypool, who you wanted in the draft. Huh? I wanted Clay. I wanted Chase Claypool. I said, let's get this guy. But I'm also the guy that said draft Lamar Jackson, and didn't nobody listen to me. Hey, you wanted. Hey, you said let's get uh, Chase Claypool in the draft. He's with the wide receiver coach who had all our rookie wide receivers last year, looking like something in Pittsburgh. Hey, that that yeah yeah, I am mad about that. I'm very upset mm. about that, Fred Smooth. I'm very hey. upset. Hey, Fresh Food, I am living about that, Fresh Food. I am well, when, well, when people get mad, people start to drink. And the one thing you can do on this new app that's coming out, oh, you can wink and drink. It's a new day now. Uh, that you don't take time, days and days, over and over, texting each other. How about you swipe right? She swipe right? You meet for drinks instantly. And don't think you have to go alone. You and three of your friends can meet three of our friends. Uh, group drinks also. This wink and drink. And think about that. Think about things that make me drink. What about this team? What about this team? It's just forcing your alcoholism to another level. Because it's always things about everything. No team is perfect. But what, what, what are a couple of things that's forcing Percy D and the fans to drink. I for the main thing is like when I look at other teams, I see punt returns. Guys like catch the ball, go straight up the field, cut a couple times, gone. Mm. And I, see, I see us. We can't even find a guy to just 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 catch the thing and just get five yards and ball. I don't care. Just Give me some special teams action. It's the game within the game. It's the third part. It's the third part of the team. And if we don't have that, if we can't look forward to big plays on special teams, I, a pump block, oh, my God. When the last time we saw a pump block? Mm, so these things are forcing you to drink 
expensive liquor? Are you drinking cheap like wild Irish rose? Um, uh, what, what is this? What is this forcing you to drink per se? This forcing me to drink Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. <laughs> this is what this, this is. You what you are you are you are rock bottom. You might as well grab a four loco and start speeding in an eighty five Buick. Hey, might as well, man. I want to see some. <laughs> hey, listen. And then I want like this is what I want. This is forcing me to drink. Our players who get paid the most don't do the most. And until we yeah, they don't ever live up to the contract. They, they don't ever live. Hey, hey, listen. One player that we gave seventy-five million dollars, one Joshua Norman, just got kicked out the club the other night. And boy, 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 I hate to say it. I told you so, but I told you so. Listen, the memes that they had about Josh Norman had me crying. In my living room. All how right. Many, how many times have you been stiff hand in your football career? I, I didn't get stiff hand much, person. Because I hit you, learn. I hit you. I cut you, learn more low. You understand me? As low as the love right. go, that's where I'm at. And then you gonna tell me? I told you that Jacobs ran me over. That means right. I was hitting him low, and he still ran me over. <laughs> Josh Norman went up there reaching for groceries. And let me tell you something my mama always told me. Boy, if I take you to the grocery store, you reach for something, I'm going to spank you to death. <laughs> and Josh Norman went down the aisle, reached for that honey bun, and got beat to death. You understand me? Like, like, it what made it so bad, he tried to hurry up and get up. He threw, he like, he like, he threw a punch. Like, he threw a punch at him. Like we got up and he got stiff hand like that, man. I've been stiff hand a couple times. And let me tell no, you, no, he stiff he stiff hand him, tossed him in the air. Right. Josh Norm Josh Norman hit the ground, uh, started break dancing like Boogaloo Shrimp. Got back up, <laughs> got back up, only to not want to hit the dude again. He didn't want no more. Listen hey, to me, look. I'm a, I'm an ex football player. I wouldn't have wanted any more. So we, what you get back up for? Hey, what you get back up for? He gonna cry in the car. Let me tell you something. When he got hit at in the shoulder, like you can get stiff hand in the face. The face mask is a is a hard stiff hand, but you don't. It, it's how you land. When you running at somebody and they stiff hand you in the shoulder like that, you land on your neck first, and you can see it. Oh my god, it was bad, man. He hurt. Hey, hey boy, hurt. do you know? Do you remember the time when your mama would whoop you, spank you across the neck, and talk to you at the same time? Boy, oh, yeah. if you don't put Honey bun back. I'm talking about why they lashing. <laughs> it was terrible, man. It was terrible, man. That's a big dude, man. That's like Brandon Jacob 2.0, man. Oh, and he can catch the ball out of the backfield. So in the passing game, man. Mm-hmm. That's scary. And Alabama got a, a young clone down there of him right now. They got a clone of him down there, right down in Alabama. Another running back that could do the same things that he can do. And, right. and hey, so at the end of the day. Hey, they keep pumping them out. They keep pumping them out, and every day, evidently, we keep looking for Alabama guys. So it's a chance he maybe can be part of the Washington football team in the future. But on that note, I want to uh, take a moment of silence so we can pray for one Josh Norman. He was blessed. He was baptized in the fire of football this weekend. I am an ordained minister. I went on the internet. I got my uh, <laughs> license like 30, 30 days ago, so I can marry people and other things. But we praying for Josh Norman for you to get well. We praying for what happened the other night. Just know, know Josh Norman, that you are in our prayers, my do you, friend. Hey, we here th- for you. Do you, think he on the, do you think he on the injury report from that? If you had yeah, because his feelings if, hurt. If you had to go bet online, <laughs> do you think he on the injury report? But would you bet? I will bet right now. Right now, I would bet online a hundred, a hundred dollars that Josh Norman is on the injured list with hurt feelings wrote right beside his injury report. This was injured. His feelings. All right? his feelings is hurt. Hey, I think you need a back. Hey, you know, you know what I thought. You know, you know what I thought about time he did it. Time that happened. The first thing that came to my mind is Jay Z like rolling over in his bed because he mad because he said that like Josh Norman ain't normal. Yeah, I, I know he wish he would have picked somebody else to rap about that day. Like man, it was Revis. It was everybody out there. I picked, 
this trash basket. <laughs> I picked this trash basket. Out of all the all the lyrics, I could have I could have picked Sean Taylor. I could have picked Deion Sanders. I could have picked Marcus Peters. He picked Josh North. Bet that online. Hey, listen, I'm going to bet online, man. I'm going to bet online. I'm going to bet Josh Norman going to have to have a bacchiotomy surgery <laughs> within the next four years, man. But listen, man, the wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in the action on bet online. Like, free it, no me. I'm going to sneak in the parlay when it's feeling right. I try oh, to. Yeah, you, yeah I'm you're addicted. Yeah, I'm gonna sneak in the parlay when I'm feeling right, and this is gonna be one of them weeks that I probably come on with one. I haven't really had time to sit down and think about it yet, but I'm definitely gonna get one. But I'm gonna put me one in, and you should too, man, because from the game spreads, the totals, the team players, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there is always an online casino, man. In case you wanna do some roulette or some dice or something like that, free it all the way down with the I'm the dice man. <laughs> Down in 11, hey, Grits and Gravy. Yeah, so go ahead on to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-ups and bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag. Go on down, sign up today, man. Sportsbook experts at BetOnline. Ooh, paid the bills. <laughs> yeah. That was smooth. Done like a professional, man. The fan is turning into a professional right in front of our eyes. <laughs> Who would have bet that four weeks ago? A perfect intro, perfect intro. Hey, I'm liking what I'm liking right now. And I, maybe I'm just feeling a little good because, actually, I know somebody has to win this game Sunday. And out of all the weekends, this might be a weekend that we can actually pull this thing off. I just think we have a better team. I think we're better coached. I think uh, – they have more players hurt than we do. I just think this set up for us to go in and not just win, actually look dominant. And that's what I want to see. I want to see a game that's dominant from the first quarter to the fourth quarter. I want to see some new people making plays. AGG, Antonio uh, uh, Gandy Golden. I want to see I want to see Logan Thomas actually make a play. I want to see the ball ran for a hundred plus yards. I want to see good defense for four quarters, not just first. Right. I want to actually see this team be a team. And actually, this is something else I think we'll see. I don't think they said it in the in the uh, in another uh, news or something coming from the team, but I think we will see Kendall Fuller and a little bit of free safety this year. I think we're gonna probably send Trap Troy Atkins to the sideline, and Greg Monroe is gonna come in. I thought, Troy Ak- I thought Troy I thought Troy retired and didn't tell nobody because he ain't been playing no football. He ain't been playing no hey. football. And Kendall Fuller, Kendall Fuller has more interceptions than he has passes given up. Do you understand it? He right. has three interceptions and he's only giving right. up two passes. All right. You know what? His, come, and then I saw that last interception he got and the, the amount of film study to go into what he actually did because he wasn't even supposed to be with that man. Oh no, that's 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 what plays I used to make in cover too. Fake yeah. like I'm finna commit to the, 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 the short guy and go steal it. And he right. went and stole that ball, and they're just having a feel for the game. That's that's like because he like in a family that's 10, 20 years deep in gangsterdom. When you go to the, the, the Fuller family reunion, the granddaddy played football, the daddy played football, the, uh, three of the uncles played football. Three of the, the, the boys are in, in, in the league right now. They are yeah. a corner dynasty. All right, when you're talking about a whole family set, it's a lot of brother brothers. If, if I say the men's are the quarter dynasty because of Archie, all the way Eli, I have to go out on a limb and say the Fuller families are the family of get locked down. They, they Everybody lock you down. I'm sure they ATs probably will check you too. Like, I'm just saying, everybody that that's a Fuller in Virginia can play cornerback. Yeah, they're going to steal your groceries too. <laughs> oh, that's, that's what cornerbacks that's what do. We, we lie, we cheat, we steal. That's why I, I don't grow up to let your daughter date a cornerback. Hey, that's, right, that's right, all I'm right. saying. Right. I, I can believe that. <laughs> hey, man. Well, well, this was a this this was a great one, man. I think it was a great show. I think we kept great energy. Uh, I think we both feel very good about this weekend. Uh, but we also have to give our true bets of the week, and this is where we pick what we think the exact score is going to be and give a little definition of why. 
All right, I'll start this thing off. Brought to you by Bet Online. Smoosh the dumbest has spoken. As I close my eyes and look into the, the, the football gods, I see a victory 29 to 10 by the football players of Washington. They're going to do it with a mixture of offense and dominant defense. And like I said, I think a couple players, if you're a fantasy person out there, this is the week to draft the unlikely candidates. All right, the likely candidate for us is Terry McLaurin. The unlikely candidate is AGG or Logan Thomas. Your go, Percy D. Okay, I think this week, man, I think it's going to be a good week for us. I think it's, we're going to probably come out with the victory, but I don't think it's going to start out like everybody might think. I think you got two teams in the corner, two rabbit dogs, people who can't afford to lose anymore. And so you're going to see maybe a lot of special teams plays, a couple of trick plays, a lot of fourth downs, people going for a couple of turnovers. I think we still come out with the victory. I don't think we'll be scoring as much as Fred do, but I think 21-14 would be a good score for us. That's that's two twenty one fourteen seems too geometrically perfect. Like this, this everybody scored. We, we five touchdowns are going to be scored in a game. No field goals from teams that can't finish. That's why I had to throw some field goals in yeah, there because both yeah. teams are going to have drives that they're not going to finish the drive. And you say a boxy score like twenty one fourteen. And guess uh, what? I say two of those scores was from defense. I, I can understand that, but that's a, that's a very boxy score. Yeah, you need to go with Percy D's 21 to 14. Uh, you go with my 29 to 10. All right. And we will see next week who comes out the winner, who's the bet online champion, which is going to be Schmooch the Dumbest. That's, that's, that's never here nor there. <laughs> so it will happen, but we will see. We Thank will. y'all for tuning in. This was a great weekend. Uh, thanks to our sponsor, Wink and Drink, to our sponsor, Bet Online. I am the pro Fred Schmooth. He is the fan, Percy D. Yo. Thank you for tuning in. See you next week. Next week, fellas. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.